Hi there, I'm Brittany C. Leon, and I'm the certified grant writer, consultant, and principal of Write the Vision Plainly, LLC, a faith-based corporation not exclusive to faith-based organizations. I partner with nonprofit leaders, newly formed organizations, provide grant education, and a grant readiness strategy. To learn more, visit HTT ps colon slash slash wtvplc.now.site and that stands for write the vision plainly and email me at wtvplc at gmail.com i look forward to hearing your story the champ is here the champ is here Tired of going down the black hole of grant research, only to become dizzy and confused? Don't know where or how to start? Looking to get into the grant profession? Need answers? What's truth? And what's myth? How can I find a grant writer? Well, I'm glad you asked. The Lady Grant Scribes started our podcast to be able to answer all your questions. To be your personal teachers and guides on what to do and how to do. We're gonna give you all the secrets. That's right, all of the grant writer's secrets. We're taking you behind the veil. The Lady Grant Scribes are here at your service. Tired of going down the black hole of grant research, only to become dizzy and confused? Don't know where or how to start? Looking to get into the grant profession? Need answers. What's truth? And what's myth? How can I find a grant writer? Well, I'm glad you asked. Lady Grant Scribes started our podcast to be able to answer all your questions. To be your personal teachers and guides on what to do and how to do. We're going to give you all the secrets. That's right. All of the grant writer's secrets. Be taking you behind the veil. The Lady Grant Scribes are here at your service. The champ is here! The champ is here! Hey guys, welcome to Lady Grant Scribes. You have made it to episode number two. We appreciate you guys tuning in, listening, showing us so much love and support. Um, so I know we left some gems, Brittany. We left them some gems and some secrets from the last episode of like making sure you understand what a grant is. Um, some traps that you may fall into, but to be um, more aware of that. And so we're just going to keep this ball rolling Absolutely. And, ex- <laughs> and expound some more on um, the pitfalls of grants. If you don't know what you're looking for and what a nonprofit organization structure is um, for those who are 
starting up their nonprofit organization. So guys, we want to welcome you again to Lady Grant Scribes, where we dropping them nuggets, we taking you behind the scenes. We are here in the building, the champs are here. The scribes <laughs> so, are here. <laughs> yes, scribing, letting you know, putting you on game like fairies. <laughs> Always. I mean, we yes. got to keep the people informed because, you know, there's a lot going on that they may not be aware of. Or, you know, there's a lot of misconceptions that, you know, we need to clear up. It's a dirty job, but we're here oh to do God, it. Why are we scribing you? We pimping you out. We give you scribes. <laughs> <laughs> we scribing y'all on game. You know, we racing out the bad stuff, just marking it out, and we putting you guys on um, game. And I hope that you guys love our podcast because it's with great heart and server to heart that we come to you to be able to offer um, our professional advice on um, grants. So, hey, Brittany. So, you got any interesting clients this week? I know I have had some interesting clients this week. So, how was your week? My week was good. Oh, <laughs> but I somehow accidentally locked myself out of my own car. It happens. <laughs> but, Ooh, but, in, the barren, in this barren heat, I feel sorry for you, but it happened. Actually, it happened, you know, um, it happened <laughs> when the sun went down. So it was just oh, like a little humid. Do it. it wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, I see water. I need so. Oh, that's not a. That's a, a mirage. Oh, it doesn't exist. Okay, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, but I know when things happen like that, and you know, you usually pay attention. You're usually responsible, like me, and <laughs> you know what to do. And if something like this happens, I'm like, okay, that me. That only means that's a distraction, oh, and I'm on the right path. That's it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's, you know, guys, we, you know, that's pretty much like my week too. Um, a lot of chaotic um, things um, been happening, but we still striving. We're still going. And as entrepreneurs, we're going to get those like resistance. And that's how you guys, you know, that you're on the right path. And so we're just telling you guys that because don't think you're on the club by yourself. You know, you know, we do consulting with our nonprofit organization, so we know some of the things that you guys go through. We go through it as well as um, nonprofit work um, entrepreneurs ourselves. Um, so we just want to encourage you guys. Like sometimes setback means you know you're getting launched into where you need to be, um, and. Sometimes when you have pushback or people don't have your back or don't want to support you, the most high will definitely send people your way to um, uplift you and take that load. Mm -hmm. And as nonprofit organizations, sometimes, you know, we want to save the world. We want to uh, go. Um, and sometimes we on my iron suit now and just save <laughs> your entire world. But I know. Ladies, Christ, <laughs> unite. <laughs> So Absolutely. yeah, like <laughs> so sometimes we think we like superheroes, like my thing is powder puff girls. Sometimes we just think that, you know, we can do it all. Um, 
And then we just want to do everything in our nonprofit organizations. Guys, don't start off that way where you you are the villain of everything. You got to be your hands in everything. Um, we're just going to pray and uplift you guys that you're going to get strengthened and the right board comes along, the right people. Um, so you can have a good foundation and structure. And that's pretty much what we're going to talk about today on this podcast. A great that's, foundation and structure. Yeah. That's us. If you want us to be, of course, we'll give you more information at the end. But, you know, if we are also assigned to you for that Most High has said, hey, yes, be a part of their network, then yeah, definitely. But we'll hold off on that information until the end. But, you know, um, go ahead. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. So, um, so, guys, I know a lot of times when we're trying to set up an organization, we don't know where to start, how to start. Um, definitely reach out to a grant professional to help you set up um, the paper, necessary paperwork. And fees differ in different states. Um, if you're in Texas, your fee may be $300. If you're in Georgia, it may be $600 mm -hmm. um, to do your formation in the 501c3 part. And there's another 501c6. Uh, like there's different things. And there's um, a difference between a 501c3 or where you want to set up like um, a foundation of its on. And, and guys, when you're setting up your nonprofit organization, you must also know that a lot of times people are like, well, I'm putting my money into the um, nonprofit organization. It's mine. It's my business. Yes, we run a nonprofit organization like a regular business because it can be very lucrative, guys, to have a nonprofit organization and you can get money and revenue to do the things you need to do of daily operations in your nonprofit. But guys, if you're a founder of it, you're just that. You're a founder. The mission should go on. You should keep um, revolving good people in that want to keep the mission in the community and see the community thrive based on that. But it doesn't, it's not owned to one specific person. It's, it's public for the public to be able to access and hopefully under your toolage and the mission that you set out to do that you have great people to pass on a legacy or if you have your children that they can oversee and continue your mission and making sure that the community thrive. Um, with the community involvement, because you definitely don't want to have a situation when you're going after a grant where your whole board is mostly um, family members. That can be a little sketchy, like we kind of uh, elaborated on in the last podcast. A lot of times um, founders do not want to fund you because of that, because there's no accountability. Mm -hmm. um, and a board must be someone that is uh, trustworthy. Someone that you can make sure they can oversee the founder's mission and hold everyone accountable. Um, and when it comes to um, the ins and outs of operation, they must be people who are well connected and that your board is um, paying you um, as the founder um, to sit on there for the mission to go forth. And when I say pay you, that means like the nonprofit organization that is, is thriving at all times. Like if let's say no funding comes in, you want to set your board up to be have people who can finance. And when you're looking at setting up your board, sometimes people don't look at the fact that you can get corporations to sit on your board. Hello, yeah, who wouldn't um, want that? 
You mean the corporate sponsorships? Yeah, corporate sponsorships. Yeah. But no, you can get corporations to literally sit on your board. So let's say Home oh. Depot want to sponsor you and sit on the board um, and fund what you're trying to do. And they may fund a set couple projects um, in your organization, but they're on your board to, to advise you. And they may be outreach because they do reach a lot of people with it. Um, but you want to find um, corporations that fit your mission, of course. Mm. Don't do the whole, oh, I'm a vegetarian and <laughs> I love veggies, but I'm going to go support this meat farm over here. If, no. <laughs> and, right. if you, and if you write that, they're going to say, no, uh, we're going to have to pass on you. <laughs> right because uh, a lot of times guys too when we're setting out to do and please when you're setting up your nonprofit organization your mission your purpose and your vision are all different um things um uniquely to make up your organization but you know your purpose should drive your vision your vision should drive where your nonprofit is going like, this is my vision to have this. So your mission and your um, purpose, which fuels you to get to the vision. Uh, yeah. And with the, and with that said, a lot of times people get that misconstrued, especially when it comes to grant writing mm -hmm. and putting that together, they get that messed up and that can cost you guys for getting even funded. So make sure you're looking at those things. They are totally different things. Uh, as well as when you're setting up projects, for your organization, make sure that you have a um, budget, a budget in place for each project. And that again, your board is able to run with that because they need to set up fundraising. And you have to also know checks and balances because there are certain formulas as a board that they must follow um, that they use to tell inputs and outputs of how well sponsorships, uh, grants, and fundraising, what is working the most. You should always in an organization have a balance of that because you don't need one more of the other, um, which can hurt you overall meeting your um, budget goal. Because like, if, let's say you always annually for three years consecutive consistent, you know that these five big heavy hitters uh, sponsor your nonprofit uh, with funds. But let's say they are out the equation and you're like, wow, that's a big chunk of our budget gone. So that's why you always want to have checks and balances of inputs and outputs. And that's also meaning like when you're doing your fundraising, you're going to take that into account, what you spent into buying or staffing or supplies for the fundraiser um, minus uh, what you took in. So that's what your net is. And you want to make sure that net is a balance. Um, so if one shifts or one of the other, you can be able to balance it, guys. Uh, and there's key things that you look for um, mm -hmm. in a board. So Brittany, you want to talk about that? I know you know like certain key characteristics when people are looking for a board. Okay, so no family members. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can't stress that enough because you look sketchy. We're trying to help y'all. Don't look sketchy because y'all know some of y'all. Y'all, you know, even on the church, some of you church organizations, auxiliaries. <laughs> Y'all like, oh no, I got 
Pookie Nim, Lil Ray Ray Nim, Cousin Johnny, Cutting Bubble. And then you up trying to get a million dollar grant. They're like, wait a minute, hold on. Where's the trust? Why do you need a million dollars? Right. How do I know y'all gonna use this? What you say you're gonna use it for. So guys, don't hurt yourself. You're trying to help yourself win. Remember, grants is competitive. So you want to get those dollars. I I want to talk about um, like you said, the board and also how it the like the board and the funders are two different groups of people, but they do work in tandem to see if you're qualified for the grant. Because um, like you said about the board, you wanna make sure that your board is in place, that they're knowledgeable, that um, although they can be anyone, but specifically not family members. Cause um, one of the um, organizations that I partner with, their board is a bank. You know, they've been with this bank for a while. They they know them. I met them at an event. And so <laughs> what what they do, what they do in that is just keep them in. They make sure that they have what they need as an organization. So it's it's just like a partnership, like Alexis and I. Uh-huh. If I'm doing one thing that I'm good at and she's doing one thing that she's good at as individuals, we're amazing. But together we're even more amazing. And that's what that's that's how you um you know your board should be like a powerhouse to serve you, the organization. So if you maybe your organization is good, specs good. Budget is good, but your board is is lacking, or your board can never agree. That's going to cost you funding. That's going to yes. cost you funding because now you you the organization is saying one thing, so you can get funded, and your board is saying something opposite of that. Right, and guys, everything gets approved up from the board. And then even the board has checks and balances because a lot of times the board are put into an advisory board because, you know, the board needs advising on certain things that may be a split decision. Um, so that's, true. that's key to have like advisory of like grants and accounting and the know-how of what you need to um, have done. So they can have checks and balances. And it's also to make sure that the board is in place to make sure that regular operations is going smoothly everybody on the same um page nobody is um over access the funds again like when you start setting up your accounting we have what we call the upward where you allow your different um clusters in the nonprofit organization to be able to set their budget and then get approved by the board so it makes sense and then that way, no one is misusing of funds as well. Because if you let them say, hey, we're going to give you this. And they'll say, well, I didn't get enough to meet this requirement. Or I thought I need this. But you have to if, explain that too. You have to yes. explain why you say you needed so much and you only use so little of it. They're not going to really give you the side eye if you um, say you have... Um, small numbers, $1,000 that you <laughs> You want a grant for $1,000 and you spend um, 
$9,990. So you have like $10 left, if my math is correct. And they're not going to really give you the side eye. Okay, well, why didn't you spend this $10 that you needed? You said you, they're not going to do that. <laughs> but, if you, but if you have a $1,000 grant and your budget, you miscalculated, your budget is $5,000, they are going to say, okay, well, then why did you ask for this? And now, or opposite, if you mm -hmm. use a third of that, so um, um, we'll say 900, if you use $300, they're going to say, well, why did, you know, if you knew you were going to need this, why did you ask for that? Why did you ask for this amount? So, mm -hmm. you know, and that, that will ultimately depend on if you get funded for next year. And yep. we want you to get funded next year. But if you don't do your, your budget <laughs> sheet correctly, if you don't Thank have you. all the data in front of you, they will <laughs> they will strip you of your funding. You know, and, and that's about trustworthy. Right. And that's about being trustworthy because they're like, well, why did you say this? Guys, and don't because a lot of misconception is, oh, I don't want it's not a rollover unless it tells you the grants can be funds can be rolled over. Mm -hmm. So if you don't use all your budget up and you want that extra because you plan on doing a big event and that, you know, every year that you do something grand and that it brings in more funding for you. Um, but it's a misconception that you need to spend it all up. Like, don't try to hold, like, that's the whole point of you saying what you need. Spend it. You shouldn't be over or under. You should spend exactly what you need and allocate that. That's why your budget is key to make sure that you're on point and that you have your accountant making sure checks and balances with each department um, and projects that they spent accordingly. Because there may be other things that they can get that can be donated from instead of spending um, said amount that Walmart can donate it that, like the tangibles, and you can use the funds to do other um, things and projects that you need to get done. But just making sure that your budget, and that's what the board's in place too for, to like that advisory board to say, hey, this is the numbers, we think we can do this, or can we lessen that? That keeps them checks and balance with the advisory. And um, with your structure, guys, you want to make sure we're going to just do a recap. I want to do a recap and see how many people been um, listening. So I haven't, what, but go on. <laughs> so <laughs> like, I should have been listening. We know you listening. So like a recap is when you structure your organization, guys, you're going to start off with your um, formation. Um, I'm just going to speak because I'm in Texas right now. So I'm going to speak of what's Texas. You got to have three people, your, your executive, your secretary, and your treasurer. Make sure you know their name and their address, that you have the IRS lingo on there. Um, are you going to have memberships? I'm just running down, guys, of that form for the formation to get yourself started. You can get your EIN number for free online, same day, guys, when you do that. And then you take that um, document when you get back your formation and guys you can go ahead and start asking for money with the formation before you have the 501c3 because you can just tell people hey i'm working on my 501c3 um you're gonna i'll have that tax exempt form for you close to tax season because look everybody's not looking for that right now when tax season comes around again you can like hey you'll have that beforehand to um get that right off on your taxes and then you can start as long as you you know a foundation you can start asking 
Um, once you get to that point, then you go on to the 501c3 um, part or your foundation part. Um, and you go from there, guys. And then once it comes back, you get your determination letter. And then you are legit. We legit, legit. <laughs> in these streets. Um, I was also going to add into this because I said like, like a two-part answer, mm -hmm. whatever. So the first part was whenever you, we mentioned the board and how I said it goes in tandem with the funder. So mm -hmm. when everyone is on board, organization, 501c3, board members, like Alexa said, all the document, besides all the people being in line, all the documentation is in line as well. So then the funder, when they see that you have everything in order, they're more likely to fund you versus you not having anything in order. And then they'll say, well, when you get it in order, just let us know, we'll be here, you know, whenever you figure that out. And the funder, um, whenever they release a grant or whenever they have um, provisions or they've already done their fundraising and they want to give a grant away, that's the first person really that they contact is the board or they make it public information for um, for anyone if you're not um, a part of their invites or if you're not a part of that specific group. They have them where they release them to the public so grant writers like us can you know, look into mm -hmm. it, do our research, do what we do, exactly. and say, "Hey, this is an opportunity. Let's write this. Let's let's get it in. Let's let's do this." But you know, it's it's a lot to do with just structure and organization and making sure everything runs smoothly. Because like yeah, I guys, said before, it's like layers to this thing, guys. When you pull back a flower, there's layers like a rose. Um, it's just you want to make sure you build your building blocks by foundation by foundation so you have a strong um, organization. But if you can get people on board with the mission to push what you're doing, remember, your board should be the first thing smoking, telling, advising on what should be what with your organization so they should have that mission down pack your vision down pack they should know they should know what your bottom line is and ready to go when someone's ready to donate and not to donate to get ready to share your mission and your cause with anyone that comes in their path right. they're like your cheerleaders Right. And it's in uh, the thing about a cheerleader is they are on your side, but but they also are like, if if you don't have everything in, in place, they'll tell you like, in all honesty, you might need to do this next year because, you know, that'll give you time to get what you need to get. So like uh, most of the funders, they won't tell you no, but they will say, you know, not right now or come back next year or something like that. Most yep. of them will let you know, not all, every um, funder and foundation is different, but most of them will tell you yes or no right away. Exactly. Yeah, and then guys, and you make yourself an easy template um, when it comes to writing your grants, um, with reviews come back, it makes you stronger when you get into that process. Now, some of you say, what, huh? 
I'm the what? <laughs> I don't want to write grants, right? So then that's what you reach out to us, like a grant professional to, to walk you down that righteous path that takes the guesswork out um, and the politics out of it. <laughs> yes, like hold your hand. We walk you step by step, guys. Even when it comes to the um, formation part, if you like, I'm not trying to do that, but it's good to know that you know. So no one can't throw the own wool over you, your eyes. And speaking of that, guys, we've already covered with you um, what to look for for your foundation started, like making sure you have those three people, make sure you have your own fees, um, make sure you have your um, RS language, which is going to be needed for the first half of the form. Then once that come back, then you're going to do the 501c3 part. Once you get that, the next thing is to start reaching out to corporations, get involved, getting your organization out there where people can see you. You should have done that still before you even um, file your paperwork. Then you want to make sure that you're locking in with corporations, businesses in the area, partner with some of the Chamber of Commerces in your area. Those are good partnerships, guys, that can have connects with businesses and one of people who want to support you as well as a collaboration effort. It's all about collaboration effort. If you don't have funding started off, you can partner with your mission. Your mission is similar to someone else down the street from yours. Why not if they have some money in reserve that you can utilize some of their funds and umbrella under them and be able to do a project that they may be doing that you guys offer. So it's a win-win and you guys can team up, win more. You get more money in numbers, guys. It's a it's a numbers game in the nonprofit. Yes. Yes, so just is. know that. Because they love that. They absolutely love. Now, if you're a single organization, they love that. They love to hear about that. But it's something about them saying, okay, well, we're just going to double, triple, quadruple your money because you're in a partnership or you're in a collaboration with five other companies, they will just like <laughs> turn the money bucket over on you. Like here, have all the funding. Yeah, because there's also a accountability and a credibility. If, if another company wants to partner with you, now I know you guys have the restraint to really maximize your budget and be very careful because not only one mission you're um, after serving, there's more than one mission. Mm -hmm. so that's why so just keep that in mind as well guys uh, once you do that getting your board in order what to look for we're going to share at the bottom half we um we just been chopping away guys time is slipping we're going to be right back we're going to take a um, short break we're going to go into example of um the board and i'm going to read out some key characteristics that you can write down for yourself and make sure that when you're selecting your board that you're keeping these things in mind and then we're gonna um get into um scams how you can get scams and with people saying that they're doing grants or let them help you and don't have the peer intentions and so we <laughs> want you guys to be <laughs> equipped but the right tools to be able to recognize that because guys, we are here to help you. And we know that sometimes in this industry, people could try to take advantage. We don't want you to lose your hard earned money because some grant is, is kind of expensive, but guys, you have a big vision, a big heart, a big mission. So it's going to take those dollars to get um, done what you need to get done. And it's not 
uh, it's very time consuming, guys. When you're writing grants and doing research, it's a lot of love and care to go into that. And so a job of a grant professional is to make sure you're on the right footing with your organization that it will last for a lifetime and continue the mission and legacy that you're putting out there. So guys, just stay tuned. Brittany, you have anything you want to um say before we head out to break? Yeah, this is why we don't do perfect. Oh, yes. Whenever you write a grant, it's coming yesterday. I know it's today that you wrote it like right now, but you you should have got yeah. plenty yesterday for now. Nah. We have to be real. We have to be raw. We have to tell you what to look out for for not only your protection, but just so you can have that information. Because, you know, when something's too good to be true, it usually is. But, um, right. all right. And we got a testimonial coming up of about our great work, Brittany, how she's her being a professional that she is, um, and trustworthy. You know, you guys, we want to earn your trust in anything that we do. If you decide yeah. to work with us or not, even on this podcast, our intention is to be pure and honest and truthful with you guys that you can utilize this information. But um, a client of hers uh, came across some information and in working with her, like how we're sharing these nuggets, guys, knew what to look out for. And we're going to, at the bottom of the hour, guys, help you on some games. So stay tuned, guys. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Are you in need of a grant writer? Well, look no more. My name is Alexis Williams, CEO of Grants by Lexi. I am a consultant who helps visionaries diversify their funding without the stress in politics. Give me a call at 214-994-9452 or email me at grantsbylexi at gmail.com or check out my website at grantsbylexi.now.site. Looking to hear from you soon. Okay. All right, guys. Thank you. We're back. We're back. Welcome back. So, guys, our first um half was actually awesome. Thebomb.com. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. I know some of y'all may stopped and got you some tea. Um, fix that favorite um meal, chowing down with the family, but you won't regret coming back at the bottom um half. The bottom half, guys. Um, so I definitely want to show you guys uh, what I'm talking about as far as what you need to look for when it comes to um, podcasts. Um, not podcasts. I'm sorry, guys. Not podcasts, but um, what it what it needs to be for a board and what their main function is, guys. So I'm going to share that in a minute when Brittany allows me to share the document with you guys. Oh, my bad. <laughs> it's all good. I was guys, like, it's raw and uncut here. So I was hey. like, but, but go ahead. Like Brittany's like, yeah, go ahead and share it. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot share it. Okay. 
guys we're funny here okay. we lay back i'm i'm a character you know um get to know that about me i like to have fun just laugh you know can't take life too serious with everything that's going on laughter is medicine to the soul i'm i have a dry sense of humor and i'm animated it's some <laughs> more on but it works it works for me <laughs> yes it's it's a win-win guys i know i got a lot of stuff up don't judge me <laughs> don't judge me All right, Renee, you can see the screen. I cannot. All right. Renee, you could have just least said you could see the screen. I was just ready. You could have just least said, yeah, I can see it, Alexa. You definitely can. Mm -hmm. We can all can. My, I can see my big, ginormous head. That's what I can see. Oh, yeah. Okay, guys, <laughs> you know, we joke it about that works. all the time. We be trying to say who has the, the biggest. So, guys, like right here, measuring. Um, and I know, guys, I have a lot of um tabs up. Don't even judge me even about this PowerPoint um thing. So, just, yeah. Just enjoy the PowerPoint. That's all you got. Just the main focus, guys. The main focus is the PowerPoint. Um, so this is measuring your fundraiser effectiveness and um, conversation guide for boards and leadership team. And guys, that's what I was telling you that your board is going to, this is their main major role to make sure they're measuring at all times your fundraising efforts to make sure that that nonprofit is thriving and reaching its potential. So the board role in fundraising or core responsibility, which is one, ethics and accountability, financial oversight, and raising funds. The board and the individual board members are responsible for ensuring the public trust. Um, financial oversight, one key point, the board members are responsible for ensuring the organization. Finances are in order. The board must make sure that the organization has the money it needs to sustain its mission. Remember, guys, the mission is what drives to get to that vision that you have for that organization. The board must also um, be members are expecting to act as volunteer fundraisers for the organization. So this is how you your fundraiser committee. If you think, how am I get that fundraiser committee? That's your board. Um, they should be actively involved in searching donations and making personal significant contributions. So when you're thinking about your board, guys, like we was telling you, make sure that they are the main contributions that they're going to be able to get out their own pockets um, for your organization. That means tackling these big questions. Are we investing in growth? Are our fundraising practice ethical? Do we have enough support to fund our mission? And so to say this big, huge one here, see, this is key. Do we have enough support to fund our mission? I mean, you need to get enough board members to be able to execute the vision through your mission and your purpose. And so those are little nuggets, guys. Um, if you guys want to know more in depth on this, we, will, we do have a, a workshop that's coming up that we will be teaching on board structure. 
So you have more insight and more in depth. We go more in depth on how you can set your board up, what the application looks like, what to look for um, when you screen them, um, how to go after corporations to be able to ask them to help sit on your board. So guys, yeah, and what the secret formula to be able to make sure, guys, that we're measuring the fundraiser effectiveness. That is key. Yeah. So guys, um, I'm so excited that I was able to share that that's going to take some guesswork out of what you've been thinking. Like, how can I get this done? What that looks like with my board? What should I be telling them? You know, we also will give you, if you attend our um, workshop, we'll also be giving you like a like this PowerPoint and some more key things where you can be able to share with your board to get them motivated. So when you do the interviews, you do screen your board, where if it's their first time board member, but they have what you're looking for, you'll be able to pinpoint, hey guys, this is what your sole mission is here at this nonprofit organization and what I need you guys to execute. And they should always have that in your vision and your mission on their mind to be able to execute so the nonprofit organization can thrive. Yes. Brittany, you got anything else you would like to say? <laughs> we did it, we scribed you. <laughs> Yes. Oh, I also want them goodies as well. <laughs> yes. Um, so guys, we'll be doing that workshop. You got to tune into our Facebook page. We'll put that out there on Facebook and Instagram when we um, set up the workshop. So you can pre-register for that um, as well, guys. The information that I'm sharing, if you're on our different um, platforms, with our podcast, know that you only can view that information if you go ahead and go to YouTube, guys, and subscribe to our channel. And if you on our YouTube channel, thank you guys so much for listening. Hope that this won't be the last. Please share. Oh, no, Sharing is caring. So guys, please share um, this message to the masses to be able to help them get into what Lady Scribes are um, all about being able to take you behind the veil, being able to make you comfortable with grant writers, what to look for, um, empowering nonprofit organizations is our main um, mission, and to empower um, people into the grant writing profession. How can you break into the industry? How We're gonna be sharing that and doing workshops on that as well. So guys, um, we promise you that we're gonna talk about Brittany's client. Um, and how he was able to tell the difference um, between what this um, organization was trying to snuff him on or make him um, smell like they say, smell the coffee on, but he wasn't trying to smell it. <laughs> they was on the wrong kind of roast <laughs> of coffee beans. They were so, like, hey, <laughs> we are legit, but what legitimate is not coffee. This green tea, not coffee. None um you know, I'm not trying to knock any um, tea drinkers because I love tea. It's just tea <laughs> no, so when you, when you want one set thing and it's another, you're like, that's, you know, they in the same family, but they not, you know? So that's what a lot of people do. Put truth, some truth with lies. And then that makes you think that it's believable. And so Brittany, tell us about your client and that experience. 
Well, so um, I was doing what I do, you know, by day writing grants and by night wearing my Iron Man suit. <laughs> but you all, jokes, <laughs> all jokes aside, um, he just uh, happened to reach out to me on Facebook. Hey, there's a grant opportunity for housing, but um, I'm not. I'm not sh- too sure. Like this, it's a little. It's a little sketchy. Can you? Do you think you can maybe? You know, help me out here in this arena. Look, look it up. And I said, okay, you know, yeah, sure, no problem. What was it for? And um, as we'll hear um, his uh, testimony later, but just to give like a tidbit on on his story, it was for. Um, they were saying that it was for housing for a hundred thousand dollars, but send us your banking information. And I'm like, I know y'all see that face, y'all know y'all see that face because I'm like, y'all, I read everything on my face, so I'm goofy animated myself, but it's like, whoop, you talking about Willis? <laughs> like, so, no, he was going through that because they were telling him, like, they were giving them this information oh we're such and such foundation we're reaching out to people spreading the word about our grant yeah you can get a hundred thousand dollars in housing and he was just like um okay so i'm actually friends with a grant writer i'm gonna run this by her hold that thought and they they were like no no you don't have to do that we giving this to you <laughs> and then i, I come back like 10 minutes later with my research yeah no nah, it, it's fake he said, by the way, my friend who's a grant writer, um, <laughs> she says this is fake and they block him. <laughs> they block him yeah. Did him a perfect <laughs> favor and then they got scared and, and left. So guys, this is the stuff we're talking about. If it seems like too good to be true, usually it is. If someone say like, hey, I can microwave this grant to you, popcorn it out. And that means where it's like, oh, you want this grant for $100,000? Or I can get you a grant for $200,000? It'll take two months, three months. That's not necessarily the case. When you're planning out a grant, it has to be strategic with research, guys. That take a couple of months mm-hmm. along with the research. So that's the time they trying to say that they can get you the grant, right? Yeah. And then it takes preparation and there's documents that you got to prepare. And nine out of 10, most organizations don't have the necessary documents in order, but that's where you balance with when the deadlines are and get your organization ready so you can have a fighting chance. Because remember guys, grants are very competitive and you do want to stand out. And so that takes time to building something, a persuasive narrative that you can stand out above the rest. So don't think that it's that easy. Writing a grant is easy. Trust me, we can teach you that. And we will teach you that. And we teach that in our workshops. Um, But it's strategy and even how to leverage grants to get more funding. Uh, So you don't want people to come and say, yeah, you can get this easily, microwave, instant, hot pockets. You know, like it's not that easy. And you don't want to get tricked where you're spending your hard-earned money. And some of these people make, us honest grant professionals look bad you know out here because with integrity because they're going around doing this and people like well sometimes 
grant writers are a little expensive and I can't necessarily afford um, their fees. And am I going to get a guarantee of that? Well, guys, if someone tells you that you get a guarantee, then that's a lie. I'm just here to tell you that. It's no guarantee with um, grant writing because it's competitive. Now, do you come closer for your next grant? Um, because now you have the narrative, you know what they're looking for, uh, especially if it's close to your organization's mission and purpose and you apply again or another grant similar, you know what the organization is looking for. Your grant writer will help you um, reach out to some of these foundations and know the right lingo to talk to to get more insight. Because as you will find out, as you're building your organization or working with a grant team, uh, sometimes foundations don't be as clear as they could be on their application. So that's just a little tidbit. We may get into that in the next episode. Uh, so you guys, you want to keep watching. <laughs> we definitely want to keep, and, keep watching. And I will say this. Um, I will say this. When you um when you come across one it's um you have to think about why you're coming across that in the way of would a legitimate funder do this and the answer is no like no funder because they're too busy they're they're too busy having um either themselves or their team review grants with them and make sure all the ducks are lying in a row from that organization from from their grant and then they'll say yay or nay for getting them funded so a funder will never reach out to you first they will they will almost never reach out to you first unless you previously met and they said hey you know I got your email I really want to have a second meeting or something that's a maybe the only time but it'll be something personal like sending you a text or an email so that's that's one thing another thing is they yep. are not going to have a substantive a grant <laughs> award and just give it to you for example like um like they are not going to have a million dollar grant and then give all of the million dollars to you your organization whatever you want they'll have a million dollar grant but it's going to be split amongst maybe um, maybe they're going to say, OK, well, we're doing a million dollar grant for, you know, we're giving it to 10 people for one hundred thousand dollars each. Right. That's what they're going to do. They're not just going to give you a million dollars. And if they do give you a million dollars, that goes into the government sector part of it where you can maybe today you can get a million dollars but that has to be spent over five years so yeah. it's a lot of it's a lot of things that um you know it's not your fault because we're in this world where everything is like now now <laughs> now fast 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 so right. you would naturally think okay well grants are as fast and that's not the case and then when we do take our time to make sure it's legit you know, some people would find that, um, you know, the, you know, distressing or that turns them off because they're like, well, I don't, I don't feel like I need to wait. So I'm not going to wait, but you have no choice right. but to wait. <laughs> so just, those are, those are some, um, some key things, some tips just to look out for. And also, you know, don't be afraid to do your research. Um, look up there. Yeah, 
research and budgets guys when you're going after these big major grants you your budget has to be on um point look at their um 990 find that um you can go to um the the most Mm -mm. popular is um 990finder.com and you can also look up the 990s through the irs um irs.gov i want to say you yes. just you search for that you type that in and you look for it there so and the irs gives you more of a breakdown than you would do on the guide star when you're looking up an organization and it gives you their tax um consecutive things um, when you go to the RS website itself, guys, will you'll know if an organization, this is a tip for our grant writers, um, you will know if the organization is in compliance too with um, filing their taxes on time um, so they can stay compliant. And you'll know a little synopsis on that and to help put a, a budget together um, based on what they made last year in revenue. So those are little tips and guys for yourself as well. Um, if you're a nonprofit organization to do that as well. But I would definitely, when it comes to your budget, hire an accountant or hire a grant professional that knows how to do that because that is groundbreaking. Um, it's a make or break you when it comes to um, writing um, grants and putting your, your stuff together. That's also true. But uh, let me see. I... Oh, yes. I was also going to talk about, this is why I love writing notes, y'all. I was also, in addition to like scammer organizations, grant writers. <laughs> there are grant scammer writers grant writers. Like, I love taking notes. <laughs> there are scammer grant writers, not us though. Like we already yeah. established that. But there are some that'll say, because um, this, this actually happened to my mom. They told her, oh, wow. yeah, I can give you, I can guarantee <laughs> a $10,000 grant. But first, <laughs> $6,500 is my, is my fee. And she was like, but wait a minute. If that's wow. the case, I could just save ten grand if that's what I want to do. Why do I need to pay you more than a third of what the grant actually is? And you're telling me you can guarantee me this, but I know for a fact that grants aren't guaranteed. So what are you talking about? So there are, <laughs> you know, it's competitive. Some some of the scammers, the grant scammers have given legitimate grant writers such as ourselves. Right. But like I said, <laughs> we're here to uh, snatch it back. We're here to take it back do some damage control, some cleanup and, and set things right. Like, hey, you know, this is what a grant professional is. This is what they, they are looking for. This is, this is what it takes. And besides, if I'm trying to scam you, not saying me, but just as an example, anyone who's trying to scam anybody, they need it now, quick, fast, in a hurry. But if I'm taking my time, I'm letting you know what's up. I'm also, if it takes me, um, if it takes me a month to write you the grant, 
but it's that's because I had to do research. And while I'm doing research, I'm letting you know my findings as my client. And then, you know, we're getting into the, the draft where we're writing the grant and you're like, hey, you know, I did a little bit more research on something that I found interesting. Can mm-hmm. we add this into the grant? Yes or no? If yes, we'll add it. And it, and it has to line up with your mission, your goal, your um, purpose for your organization or what it is that you're trying to do. If not, then no, because they, the funder themselves, when, they, when they're looking at your grant, they're looking for a theme of consistency. So mm-hmm. like, um, so like I mentioned um, at the top of the hour, you can't be, I'm vegetarian, I'm pro-vegetarian, I love vegetables, I'm all about veggies and being vegan. And then you say, okay, well, although vegetarian slash vegan, I'm supporting this meat farm up the street. Like I'm supporting <laughs> them. I'm going to do something for them. They're going to say no, because the top part of your, your grant says veganism, uh, being a um, vegetarian and the bottom part says you're all about meat so which one is it i don't understand i'm confused (laughs) so you're right guys and don't start giving these funds away guys when your vision it's clear that your mission and your purpose is one thing to reach your vision and you guys are saying something else and then when because you will get out of you guys come on like come in the room they will come for you uh so you gotta make sure that when you're getting audited that you're doing checks and balances guys that things are lining up what you said you needed and where it is going and you have checks and balances to measure that by the people in your community that you service and did they get service how they get service and then you have different forms and intakes and outtake forms to measure that so guys, you definitely, because they're going to ask for those things because they want to know, did this organization with our funds utilize it in the best of their ability and met their goal? Because funders, that's what they want to do. They're out here to help you reach and save the world like the superhero scribes that you guys are. Um, so please <laughs> do due diligence and be truthful and honest with the funds that you guys have coming in so you don't get in any kind of trouble guys when you get out of it uh, and they do through your fiscal year because you know there's so much you'll get for the first quarter then the second quarter depending on the grants that you go after so guys please make sure that you're hitting those targets when you say you're going to do it and that you're doing the outputs that you said that you're going to do um because you got the input of the funds coming in you want them to go out the right way and I was also going to say I'm this. Stop preaching, y'all. I'm stop preaching because I don't want to see y'all locked up. I don't want to see y'all. <laughs> Me either. I don't. I don't want to come out to visit you. Like you, you lied, didn't you? Oh, okay. All right. Tr- then we we say- try to scribe you, mean to save you on some knowledge and give you, put you on some games so you can know. So don't say that you wasn't warned, guys. But I know here at Lady Grant Scribes, we got honest, hardworking people that want to um, be in the industry, that want to learn and take their nonprofit to the next level uh, and be knowledgeable about grants and the taboos of that so we can be warriors in our community and empower and affect them in a mighty powerful way. And that's what I'm hoping out of, out of this. So True. And the last point I was going to make was this. Don't think that um, 
because there's a grant scammer today that it's going unpunished and it's just like someone should report them and they're getting away with murder no because um the state looks at that <laughs> is this you know whenever um depending on the platform because i know um there's um a site called the ripoffreport.com mm -hmm. or you can report that company they stay there in organization you can also report them to the better business bureau as well and so they keep they keep a record of that and actually um i think it's the better business bureau that does it they will send that information yearly to the state so if they're saying um you know that their organization <laughs> is about love and helping people but they're scamming the state is going to know that and it's going to make sure Things are in place to not only protect um, other people like ourselves, grants, uh, grant writers, our clients, people who just want to know about grants and the grant know-how, is not only to protect you, it's to protect those legitimate organizations as well and help them also stay in place. Because, and this, this is something they'll do as well, the scammer will report the legitimate nonprofit as, as fraudulent. But whenever, cause like I said, the Better Business Bureau, you know, though they might report it, they're doing their own research. They're looking at that stuff as well. And mm. so at the end of the year, whenever whoever, you know, is behind the scenes looking through and checking and making sure everything is lined up with whatever organization it is, they will target and shut that organization down. They have different methods of, of getting them stopped than we do, but you know, your voice matters, it's important. So if you've been scammed, like my client, you know, just put that out there that, hey, you know, I'm, I'm speaking up, I'm saying something. And then, you know, that, like I said, it may not happen like right then, but it's gonna happen sooner than you think for those, uh, fake organizations to get shut down. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yup. Yep, yep. So guys, uh, we, we're so grateful that you guys are rocking with us, that you want to be scribed by us. Um, you got that glow, that scribe glow. <laughs> Absolutely. Because so, when you're a grant writer, you always got a scribe glow, meaning to help your community. Um, you love what you do you're happy you're excited that's why you can always see me smiling because you know a day that the most i allow you to wake up see another day um you can keep fighting and try to help others and i know with through the pandemic it's been hard um but guys this is why i'm off we want to show you another way where another stream of income you can make as well as um we're going to be giving tips how organizations can you know better their processes when it comes to donations and fundraising and being able to get their taxes in on time that they supposed to meet, as well as like um, tricks that you can do online, um, you know, for some of your programs. So we'll be going more in depth with that too, guys. So you wanna tune in to our YouTube channel, as well as all our platforms. You guys, we are on Apple Podcasts, we are on Anchor, Spotify, many more guys. So we thank you for tuning in and we thank you for watching on our YouTube channel, guys. And so if you guys wanna see that clip of 
or not see, hear, <laughs> if you guys want to hear the clip of Britney's client, you have to go and listen to Spotify or Anchor or any other um, other platforms to hear that. Also, last, last thingy. So, last thingy. So, our YouTube channel is... Oh, you can... Fox Scribes yes. Yes, or, um, Our, like, pretty much all our platforms are Lady Grant Scribes. Um, our, that's what our Instagram is, at Lady Grant Scribes Podcast. And um, Facebook, well, Facebook is different. It's Lexi Britt. But if you, if you still put in Lady Grant Scribes Podcast for Facebook, you'll see, you know, you'll see us on there. You'll so see us. Well. So, and you'll see us, <laughs> the both of us, smiling all the time. Yes. Because we love what we do, and we also love exposing the bad and giving you, like... Empowerment, putting the power back into you. Yes, um, because you know, it's just, I've been there. I've, I've been scammed before, and it sucks. It really does. But if I had somebody giving me my power back, I would be like, okay, cool. Now I can take over the world. That's the point. That's the point. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that that is the point. And you're equipped with new um, skills, guys, that can't be replaced. Uh, a skill set. And you're going to always need that for your um, organization. So when you guys tune in, you're going to learn nuggets. You're going to be able to place things in um, order. So I'm excited. And then once you tap into our workshop world and we scribe you up, guys, you're going to be able to take your organization to the next level and say, have aha moments. Like, wow, I didn't think of that. Oh, now I'm not stressed about this. Now I can go to the next level. Um, And I just really love what we do, guys. And we can hook you up with other, if you're a nonprofit organization, other organizations that we work with. So you can kind of partner with those organizations with your mission. Now, especially if you're in Texas and we do work with some organizations outside. And so those um, organizations that we work with, we would love for you guys to partner and network again, stronger in numbers. We are so like, you know, Um, besides us um, having this podcast extending an olive branch to you our audience we're also extending an olive branch to those of you who do want to join our network because like Alexis said we are greater in numbers so whether that whether that's you being a client or a subscriber or maybe you're brand spanking new to grants you don't know where to start this is the perfect podcast for you why? Because we're going to, you know, we don't hold back whenever we go. We tell you everything <laughs> that we feel you ought to know and then some. And and the thing is, we don't know everything, but we're willing to go find out the answer. Because there's a lot of stuff that um, Alexis told me. I was like, wait, what? I didn't know that. Really? Let me research it myself. Oh, it is. <laughs> So you're going to find that about Grant, right? It's like, oh, okay, yeah, that's that's how let me research it. Because you got to double check fact finding um, when you're doing stuff in anything with grant writing. So you always hear us talk about notes, the little geeky stuff grant writers say notes or (laughs) let me double check, let me research it. And guys, we're going to have some old school heavy hitters on here that's been in heavyweights, that's been in the game for a long time, that's going to drop some perks 
Afros, Nuggets, and um, and also be on some of our uh, workshops. So you, you got to keep tuning in. It's just, we're going greater and greater, guys. You're just going to be really scribed up with your super yeah, armor on, ready to, yes, <laughs> going to be, you know, scribe, you know, you're going to be scribed up, ready, guys. I'm yeah yeah super armor you got superpower over here when you're a non-profit organization and then you know who you with <laughs> you who know you with the with? champs the champs are in the building so you guys you know just ignore me guys sometimes i ramble a little bit and animated and always happy like i said because we're changing people's lives we're impacting people and I love what I do. I love to serve. I love to help others. And guys, I want you to be your best in your nonprofit organization because right now people do need the help. Mm-hmm. And I want you guys to be safe in doing that due to, through the pandemic. And so we want to share tips um, of you making that transition online much as possible that you can do but i know some organizations you need to be grassrooted on the ground doing what you need to but you can have a combination so mm-hmm. until next time guys you have been scribed by lady grant scribes exactly. and so get your armor up and so the the champs are here the scribes are here Absolutely. um knock it down every minute and building you back up <laughs> Absolutely. So. We will see you in the next one, guys. Take care. All right. <laughs> Hello, my name is Don. Um, so a few weeks back, someone uh, hacked a friend of mine's account and they approached me about these grants. And they're saying like I can get hundreds and thousands up to a couple hundred thousand dollars just for like out of nowhere. And I was like, sounds too good to be true. Uh, so when that happened, they tried to push me to go contact someone about it. So I was like, hey, I got somebody that does grants. So I'm just talking to them real quick, which talking to Brittany, she then uh, gave me the information I needed. She let me know like how grants of that nature would work, uh, exactly where I could go to, let's say, um, review it. But after I even sent her some more information, uh, we basically discovered that this was all, you know, it's basically a scam. Uh, so I thank Brittany a lot for giving me the information to help me out in this situation. You've been scribed by Lady Grant Scribes. Tune in every Friday at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time.